When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. Oh, please. It's free. Awesome. That's cool. These are there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. You do it from your phone, like on the go. Oh my god, that's yeah, cool. And on the bus or the subway, you can do it. That's cool. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, 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 many more. more. Go ahead. You can make money from your podcast too. No minimum listenership. How about that? You can oh make money god. with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Where do we have to go, Bob? Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You two are bad friends. Who are these two idiots? White dude and an Asian dude. You two are disgusting. Well, you two are something. We're bad friends. Mythological madness, it's all in my mind. Mythological mythological madness of the supreme kind. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, because it rhymes, and it's about um, your mental mental um, disorders and stuff. Mythological madness. Yeah, baby. In my mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mythological madness. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All the time. It's like auto-tune right now, bro, baby. I grab a knife from the kitchen and go to the bedroom. <laughs> no, no, no. You're lying in no, bed. No, 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 no. It's no, snowing no. again. <laughs> no, no, no. I stab you in the neck. Yeah. Then you take some meth and you boil some babies. And then you smoke it outside. <laughs> yeah. And your neighbor says, cut it out so you kill him too. Yeah, baby. Welcome to the show. What have you been having, crazy dreams? Oh, my God. I've been, so um, for the last 10 years, um, I haven't dreamt at all. Come on, never? No, it's like my sleeps were like almost coma type sleeps where you wake up and you go. Coma sleep. Coma sleep. Or oh, you go, what day is it? What time? You know, when you wake up, I don't yeah. know what. Yeah, you know, I don't know what happened. But since the quarantine and since I've been sober this time, oh my lord, oh la la. How many hours a night do you get? Oh shit, I get about nine or ten hours, and I didn't go. I didn't wake up until like two forty-five. That's why I texted you and I said I was going to be late. I know. Well, you were late. Kalila actually texted me. It's a logical madness. Here, Kalila texted me this. Oh, I just woke this. I woke up like this. Kalila just said, uh, "Here, here yeah, you go." Kalila. He's. What is it? She wrote, "Here you go." He's on his way. That's what she said. Yeah, yeah. So here we go. There he goes. <laughs> there he goes. Come back this way. Come back this way. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus Christ. Did you hear that, Jules? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Your that, dog, look at your dog. Listen to okay, your dog growl. I know. Listen to this dog. No, that's not growling. That's not growling. It's okay, Rob. Thank you. Thank you, Rudy. What is that, Rudy? Reverse sneezing. Reverse? Your dog reverse sneezes? Yeah, we don't do it normal. We do everything reverse. This is a dog sneezing backwards? Yeah. Did you hear that, Jules? <laughs> 
What the fuck okay, is that? Dude, we have two dogs that do that. What the fuck are you talking about? Dogs do that, bro. Reverse sneezing? Yeah, it's like when cats go like this. Cats do this. They go, and then they, they cough up some fucking ball of fucking puke balls. Oh, my God. No, no, no. Are you Googling everything, you fuck? Reverse sneezing is very common, and less so in cats, so you're wrong about that. When pets reverse sneeze, they typically stand, <laughs> yeah. extend their head and neck, pull back their lips, and inhale repeatedly forcefully through their nose, a distinctive loud snorking sound. Yeah. 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 This is your dog. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, that's oh. My fucking medieval fart Did you hear that, is, is not that interesting, but the fucking reverse sneezing is. I've never heard okay, reverse sneezing right. You've never heard right? a fart like that, my friend. That's fucking from uh, the medieval days, my Let's friend. Let's hear it again. <laughs> it's like the drummer boy, boy farts. There's like 15 drummers in there. Yeah. Look at my look, look, look at my little Smurf under underwear. I look like Papa Smurf with those underwear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Enough. 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 Enough of those. You know what's so great about that? What? I do that all the time at the house. You do. I rewind stuff over and over and over, and yeah, she yeah. fucking hates when I do it. Your and wife it, does. Yeah, it makes me laugh so hard when I find something funny like that on yeah. a show or like anything. Yeah. I have to watch it again and again. Yeah, I, I do. I watch uh, American Idol and The Voice like that. But my point is this. Do you ever fart in bed? Mm, yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. Do you, what do, you, do you squeeze ha- your butt cheeks open so that it comes out there so there's no noise? It depends. If, see, I usually – I fart in bed only if I know that we're not going to make boop, boop. If we're not going to make boom, boom. If, we, if, if it's not in the cards, yeah. then, I'm gonna, then I'll fart in bed. How do you know if it's in the cards or not? You can feel it. Ah, it's about the sense. You can feel it in the air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, by, by the way, did you – I got Boom Boom from our favorite Boom Boom. Make a good Boom Boom from our from my favorite characters from Ninety Day Fiance. Did you tweet at Ed? Did you oh, no, say no, so? This is what happened. So te- Ed, yeah, Big Ed, Big Head Ed, Mayo big, Head Ed, yeah, Mayo Head Head, Mayo Head Ed. He was on um, Instagram Live, and I got on it, and I go, um, first I, I kept saying fifteen times, acknowledge me, acknowledge yeah, me, yeah, 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 and he wouldn't do it, right? Because he's like interview, he's like doing. Um, Instagram live with just uh, other people. It hurt my feelings. Well, you wanted you wanted to do an IG live Maybe, with maybe yeah, or, so, or at least say hey, what's up or whatever, right? <laughs> so then I started going, um, hey man, I'm verified. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, uh, I had to throw up. I have a blue check, dude. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So isn't that so funny though? When you send someone a message on there, what? and they're verified, and you are too, you automatically go, come on, open it up. I'm yeah, verified. yeah. Well, it's funny because it's like. When somebody ver- do you ever do this when like somebody verified follows you on Twitter, you follow them back? Yeah, all the time. Yeah, yeah. Why is that? It's because so gross. You, because it's like a club. Yeah. You feel like you're a part of a thing. Yeah, like you know who follows me, but I ref- and I'm a f- fan. Mm-hmm. But am I following Louis F- B- Bukowski? What's his name? What the singer? Louis Bukowski from England. Um, Louis Capaldi. Yeah, Louis Capaldi. Who is that? He's one of the biggest singers on planet Earth. I don't know. Yeah. What does he sing? There he is. Wow. He's huge. A sharp looking cat. Yeah. He's what is he, one what of is the he, best singers. What does he sing? What's that song that he sings? You know the song. Sing it a little bit. No. Rudy, just, please. Just, just give me a little bit. Please, just, Rudy, don't, even, please. Don't, don't, don't fully sing it. Just, just give me the gist. 
No, the l- lyrics, the lyrics. And you're not here to make it through it all. Is this someone you loved? Is that the I name of the song? I do like him a lot, but yeah. Yeah, someone you love. That's a great song. Yeah. Is that the one? Yeah, this is someone you love. me. Here, read the lyrics. There. They're there for you. Uh, you I can't read it. bigger because my uncle went blind. Uh, he goes, Now the day bleeds into nightfall, and you're not here to get me through it all. I let, your gu- I let my guard down and think you pulled the rug. I was getting kind of used to being someone you loved. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he follows me on Twitter. Yeah, I love and him. And he's a huge star. And I don't know if I followed him back, but... Um, no, you didn't. It sounds like you didn't follow him back Yeah, but but because he's so big, I didn't want to like... How many followers on it? Does he have a lot of followers? Millions. Yeah. He's huge. He's like yeah. the next Ed How Sheeran. do I not know this guy? Because I don't know. I mean, you only to... like Conor McGregor and like the, the Lucky Charms guy. What is that? What this is music? I like music. Maybe you like only redheaded vibe. Things. I only like redheaded stuff. He's a redhead. I would have liked him. Oh yeah, okay. This is what it should have right. gone That's like. Yeah. I'm going under this time, and I feel nowhere to turn to. Nothing all the way of loving got me sleeping out. You now I need somebody to know, <laughs> no, no. somebody to heal, somebody to help. <laughs> yeah, Just yeah. know how it feels. That's my kind of stuff. Wow, you can sing kind of, huh? Creed. That's my kind of can stuff. Can you sing? I can't sing. I can. I know how to. You, I'm a good. Um, you know, like like monkey see monkey do. Oh, I see. I know how to repeat what I've heard. Yeah, I can imitate it, but I can't sing. Well. I can't do impressions. Yeah, you can. No, I can't. Yeah, you can. No, I, I can do. Um, do an impression of. Oh, that. Oh, De Niro. Yeah, De Niro. Okay. You, 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 you no, talk. don't talk. Don't talk. Don't talk. Just do the face. That's good. Now give me another face of an impression of someone else you can do. Oh, they re- really? Um... Uh, that's you. <laughs> <laughs> no. Who is that? Yoko Ono. Oh, Yoko. Yeah, yeah, Oh, that's yeah, good. Yeah, pretty good, huh? Hey, can I ask you something? Yeah. Could you mind? A lot of people hit us up on the internet, and they asked <gasps> us to play, and they asked us to play a little bit of um, of some of your psychedelic rock. Can we play some of it? No. It's so good. You saw it? I actually really like that song. I'm not even kidding a little bit. It's... Fucking awesome. Yeah, oh, God. 60,000 people watched the video. You probably had like nine hits before you mentioned it. And that's you. Yeah, that's me. Look at how cute. You, by the way, yeah. <laughs> you look so you look so cute in this video. Yeah. And and what pissed me off about Lax and Superb, yeah. uh, the band, and uh-huh. I don't know if you're friends with these guys anymore, but what pissed me off about this music video, yeah. they punched in on your hands, yeah. and not and they didn't show your fucking face till four, four minutes and 55 seconds in the video. Yeah, because at the time, I was just the seventh guy in the it band. It doesn't matter. You're important. Yeah, but back then I wasn't. You were ripping. You ripped on that fucking Roland. Those keys were getting slid on, bitch. <laughs> you fuck you, man. I'm dead serious. It was so fun. All right. And then and then the lead singer, it's like it's just him, 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 him. Yeah, Kevin Shul from Chicago. What's up, bro? But they show the band from a huge wide shot, and they yeah. don't get to you until four Jensen minutes. Jensen Roof is in it. Alan Meadows. What's up, guys? That's all they gave you. <laughs> Five seconds. I know. That's the only face shot you got right there. I know, I know. Five know, seconds know, of a fave shot. That's what they there gave you. There were so many people in that band. And fade out from Bob. That's it. <laughs> I know. I know. I love. I honestly though, yeah, the yeah. song I listen to over and over. Yeah. And maybe it's because from that generation. No, but it you, reminded me of stuff that I love. Let me say this, and I want to defend the band. Is is that I didn't the, say anything negative about I, it. I, I'm just. I'm, I just want to defend it. Oh. 
just just in case. Okay. Is um, I'll honest. The, the music was okay. You know, it's just um, what what drove me crazy is is that see okay see that shot right there. Yeah. So so see that man to the right with the black. See that guy to the right with the glasses and this the balding guy, head. This guy that the arrow's on right now. That guy. No, yeah. it's okay. I forgot his name. But so those other three I went to high school with. I was going to say this guy's balding in high school. No, this guy. Right. So we used to play this um, this coffee shop called Metaphor Cafe in Escondido. Nice. And he him and his other friend had like a Simon and Garfunkel duo band, but they were so infinitely better. But they were in their forties. They're just better musicians. They were really good. Yeah. And so Kevin goes, why don't you join our band? So then we became like Grateful Dead. That's how many people were on the stage. Yeah. At one point, I think you see a shot. There's 37 people in this fucking band. I I know. So then what happened was I didn't want these two old fuckers in the band. Why? He just looked like a lawyer. So (laughs) (laughs) and then um, so what happened was um, I just kind of stopped going to practice. In like kind of rebelling in against, protest against in, them? in protest because you were like get the old guys out or I'm not. Yes, yeah, so I felt like if I just stop kind of getting involved, that they'll throw these guys out of the band. Uh-huh. But then I remember the meeting. Oh they, shit! They, you go, hey, they had like just... an intervention. Oh yeah, they no, they brought me to the Metaphor Cafe during the day, and I remember sitting there, and they all collectively goes, "You're out of the band," <laughs> and I literally I remember, what? <laughs> and I remember <laughs> tears. Just rolling off my face because you thought that your move was gonna. You were playing a power move. And yeah, I was doing like, a power move. And it backfired, you. right? Yeah. It fucked me, right? So I go, what? Right? And then I remember this. I go, I don't know what I'm gonna do. So what I did was, my friend F. Scott Collins was he a, a fucking novelist? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a, a writer. He lives in Phoenix. He's a great guy. He's in many ways I owe comedy to him. Really. Yeah, because F. Scott Collins was like this 50-year-old dude, or 40-year-old, 50-year-old dude, bald-headed, kind of military-looking guy that I met in AA. Uh, uh, and he goes, hey, uh, I'm doing this acting actor's workshop in Pacific Beach. And I go, yeah, I'm not an actor. And he goes, I know, but this guy named Gary Austin, you know who Gary Austin is? I don't. Okay, well, I'm going to tell you. Okay. I don't like your tone. Oh, God. All right, here we go. Gary Austin. Yeah. Founded the Groundlings. Oh. Yeah, in the early 70s. I didn't know that. He got kicked out of the Groundlings, but he founded it. Wait, what? what? Yeah, I don't know how. I don't know the poli- oh, politics of it, great. but if you go in front of um, the Groundlings on Melrose, there's a plaque that says his name, Gary Austin. Gary Austin? He died. What did he die of? I don't remember. But um, he died like maybe 10 years ago or eight years ago. I remember being very sad when he died. Gary Austin? Yeah, so Gary Austin was like one of the first improvisers. Yeah. Right? So he used to do – so he came down to my friend F. Scott Collins' um, um, class to do a, just a series of classes. It cost a lot of money. I remember asking my dad for, for the money. He gave it to me. They t- to take uh, in like 101, right? Yeah. It's a, but, but it was through Gary Austin where I was just like – you know, we would play improv games. And I didn't really know the rules, but he taught me the rules. And um, How many rules are there, by the way? I only know two. Yes and and yes never and, say no. Yeah. Well, yes and is that same thing. That's the same rule. What's the other one? Add information. Add information. Okay. Yeah. So instead of going- and how much money- was, I'll, 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 So I'll give you an example. Yeah. Right? So if you didn't have improv class- Right. For those of you listening, I would be- We were in a scene together. Okay. We're in a scene. Like, hey, Teddy, I bought you a birthday gift. Congratulations. Oh, uh, man. It's not my birthday. 
See, that's, that's not, see, that's, that's exactly what your students do. You know that. Right. You do that as a joke, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's do the scene. So let's do I'm this supposed as, to do it. Yeah, yeah. So ding dong. Yeah, there's no door there. <laughs> yeah, that's so ding dong. Hey, Teddy. Good morning. Hey, Micah. <laughs> yeah, so that's exactly what you're supposed to do. Add yeah, information, add information, right? Yeah. And I go, oh, I got you a birthday gift. Here you go. Happy birthday. Whoa, a frog. See, there we go. I've that's always you... wanted a frog. See, that's how you do it. And then that would be still fine. Yeah, that would still be fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. that would still be fine because yeah. you're. So that's those are the rules. So, but I'm going to tell you, improv is fun. It it's okay. No, no, no. It actually is fun. I'm not talking shit. It improv is, fun. is cool. I think it's fun when it's done really well. Same as stand up. Yeah, but I've seen the best do it. Yeah, I've seen Jordan Keegan yeah. do long four with Ike Barinholtz mm-hmm. back in the day. Love Ike. Love those guys. And I used to just kind of go, "All right, it's long form improv. They're like an hour and a half show." I can't do. I can't stay for that long. Me either. But I like little snippets. Yeah, yeah, snippets are fine. Yeah, I'll take little snippets. But this is what happened. So Gary Austin, I was really into it, and Gary Austin had a class in Burbank. How many levels did you get, by the way? He didn't have levels. I thought that's... Don't you pay money for no, every that, level? He wasn't at the Groundlings at the time. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He got kicked out, I told you. Oh, I didn't know how far along that was. Yeah, the, okay. he got kicked out in the 80s. Oh, shit. So he's yeah. like, it's mine. And they're like, not anymore. Right. That's nice. what happened. Seems nice. So I went to... I used to drive to Burbank from San Diego huh. and to take his classes. Wow. And I remember meeting Mindy Cohen. You know, she was on The Facts of Life. Oh, uh, yes. So she was in the class... And I remember hearing that Pat Morita had just dropped the classes, but he was doing it, doing it too. Wow! So I just remember being like, I thought Mindy Cohn was like being in front of Meryl Streep. Like uh, to me at the I time. I mean, at the time she was very famous. But even also at the time, a kid from San Diego who doesn't know anybody, like I didn't know anybody. Right. I didn't know how show business worked. Right. Right. So I remember just be looking at all these. I thought everyone was a star. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just looking around going, oh my God, is that guy a star? He looks like Charleston Heston or whatever, you know? <laughs> Maybe that's Charleston Heston. I don't know. Right? Charleston Heston. <laughs> yeah. So one night I went there. This actually happened. And he goes, hey, uh, you hungry, kid? And I go. And this is F. Scott Fitzgerald. No, this is not F. Scott. This is Gary Austin. <laughs> <laughs> Gary Austin goes, are you hungry, kid? And I go, yeah. I mean, I'm going to drive back to San Diego. I could get a meal. So we went to Jerry's Diner in Studio City. Love Jerry's. Right? Yeah. And I was there with me, Gary Austin, and I don't remember the third person we were with, but um, we're eating. And I remember like going, I have no money. I can't pay for this. Oh, I hated those days when you were oh, nervous. No. And you're like, I'll just, have, I'll just have a fry from someone's plate. Well, that's what I did. I go, I'm yeah. not hungry. And he goes, you haven't eaten all day. You have no money, right? <sighs> and I go, yeah. And he goes, it's on the, it's on the house. I got it. Oh, so what nice. What a good deal. So we were sitting there eating. And so they're like 36 cheeseburgers, 97? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the, the, the restaurant was packed. Yeah. It was on a Friday night. And I had been taking the class for about a month or whatever. And I, and I go, I play the piano as well. And he goes, he got mad. What do you mean? Gary Austin. I, I'll tell you why. He goes, what? You fucking play the piano? And I go, yeah. He goes, how come you didn't tell me? Because you know we had a, we had a class where we revealed all our talents and we we talked about ourselves. Sure, and I just because I'm not that great at it. I know how to play chords and stuff. You know I mean I don't know how basic music works, right? But I'm like shy. He goes, if you're shy, you're never gonna make it. 
right? Uh, he's right, though. Right, right. He's and very I go, right. And I go, okay. And he goes, I'll tell you what, kid. You stand on this booth, and you get the attention of the whole restaurant. Oh, shit. And he goes, you, pay, you get everyone's attention, and you tell everyone that you play the piano, right? And I promise you, this sounds so cheesy. Ten years from now, you're going to be on The Tonight Show. And? I said, no. And I started eating. <laughs> <laughs> right. But then, you know, he, he yeah. let it go. And I, we just eat it. And I don't know what came over me. I just stood up on the fucking booth. Hey, everybody! The whole restaurant, shut up. <laughs> and I go, I play the piano! And I kid you not, this sounds cheesy. The whole restaurant, clap. Shut up. No, I'm not kidding you. <laughs> why? I don't know why. Wow. But they all clapped. I sat down, and Gary Austin looks at me and goes, I'm proud of you, kid. And 11 years later, You're I did on the Tonight, Tonight Show. Show. So he was, all, he was wrong. So the moral is he's incorrect. The guy's fucking bad gauge of time. It was 11 years, not 10. So not a smart man. Mm. You know, it's a story that... <laughs> no, I'll just... Be, let's back up for a second. By uh, the way, anytime, just, a, anytime an, an Asian kid stands up and goes, I play the piano, I would have been like, we know! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's really sweet, though. That he that yeah he did that, and then um, so that was my first introduction to any kind of like maybe you know what I mean this can happen. Like maybe you were going to be a, a full time comedian. No, but I just thought that this is you know I remember taking the class and being excited. I remember driving up to LA and listening to the song Los Angeles by Frank Black because his album had just come out. Yeah, and just going um, just going like I can't believe I'm you know. Going to LA and doing That's this. So cool though. They have a soundtrack to go get it hyped up about. Right. Huh? And and it's funny because it's, you know, you you know, when you're a young guy like that, 19, 20, and you you don't know anybody in show business and you never think that that could be a part of your reality. Yeah. And, you know, in many ways, those times I miss. I miss don't you miss struggling a little bit? It's funny. I talk I've talked about it a little a little bit before, but I, I do miss it. I miss it. I don't miss the way I used to get have panic attacks at three in the morning about how I was going to pay rent. That that I don't miss at all. Right. But but there was something I joked the other day. I used to live in a fucking dining room. I used to live in a dining room. Three dudes, mm-hmm. one bathroom. Mm-hmm. They had a bedroom, and I lived in a partitioned off dining room. And I slept on the floor. My mat I had a mattress on the floor, no like bed frame. And I had a desk that I got off the street uh, under the freeway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Under the ten freeway. Yeah. And. The thing I missed the most was go when I left my shitty, sad, fucking apartment and went to go do mics. Mm. I was, the, I was the same as everybody else. Yeah, I didn't feel poor and sad because I was out having fun, telling jokes, fucking around. Yeah, until you have those vulnerable moments where you're like, "Fuck, I can't pay for this cheeseburger." You know, like those Rock. moments are bad. Oh, they're terrible. But when you were out and you were nothing mattered, I had no schedule. You know, you, you're you're usually. Young and single and and dumb and down to do anything, so there is no time, there's no schedule, nothing matters. Yeah. I miss the fuck out of that, yeah. But don't you miss, like, when, like, I remember coming to L.A. and there was this guy named Vic Dunlop. Do you remember Vic Dunlop? No, but I love that name. The guy who made Dunlop uh, sporting equipment? That guy? No, man. Vic Dunlop? Vic Dunlop died. Dude, all these guys died from your he stories. He was a comic. Oh shit! Rest so in Vic peace. Dunlop, Dunlop was a big, pretty big comic, I guess, in the eighties. Mm-hmm. I remember watching him on shows and whatever. He wasn't the biggest. Kind was of he? Guy. Was he funny? Did you like him? He's a fat guy, pretty funny, yeah. And uh, I remember Vic Dunlop. This is when he 
was going down and obviously like he was not playing the store anymore. His health or his abilities? His abilities, I guess, yeah. you know, and he used to run this coffee shop in Pasadena. I remember Vic Dunlop calling me one time. Hey, kid. This is when I first moved to L.A. I'm doing this coffee shop. You should come play it, kid. You know? And I remember, like, turning to my roommates going, do you know who that is? <laughs> and they're like, who? Vic Dunlop! As if it was like Tom Hardy or some shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but you get excited it's about. It's huge. Yeah, or when I remember one time Byron Allen, right? I was doing an open mic. Yeah. And he came up to me and he goes, this is a long time ago, and he goes, you know about timing, kid. Keep going. And I remember like laying in bed, no money, you with like 15 dudes in a fucking one-bedroom apartment. Right. But just laying there next to all your friends, going to sleep, going, that happened. That is I know cool. it's so dumb. No, it's great. I know it's d- t- dumb to talk about now. Now it's like I see guys, I'm like, fuck you. Right, that's what you do to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I can see Adam Sandler go, fuck you. You know what I mean? Whatever. But the feeling was cool back then. But back then it was so magical. And, um, I, you know, many times... I miss um, that innocence and, and that um, – I like the struggle. Better help. Is Better there help. something interfering with your happiness or is preventing you from achieving your goals? I want to say this. This is my personal endorsement, okay, mm-hmm. is, is that my life didn't become freer and I didn't well, – I wasn't present and, and mindful and I didn't it, – it, this fucking app saved my life. It did, though. Yeah. No, it really did. There's no joke about that. Juliana did it. Rudy did it. And she cried for like six hours afterwards. I know. I, right? I, I, look, I did it, and I don't know how to cry because my tear ducts, I think, are empty from yeah, yeah, abuse as a child. But um, BetterHelp is incredible. You can speak to online therapists. Um, Licensed you, professional therapists, guys. They're legit. And you communicate right online uh, in basically any time that, that fits your not schedule. Not a crisis line. Not a self-help line. It's a professional counseling done securely online, my friends. Yeah, it's committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches um they're they try to pin you up with people that are going to be of of your mindset and what you're looking for my friends my friends worldwide clients all over the world my friends no and honestly we're not kidding we yeah, bo- we've all real. used it and it's very and it's better than it's real. Yeah, yeah. offline counseling uh is uh is probably the best thing that we can do right now it's more affordable than that traditional stuff because we can't have access to it financial aid is available BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life it works. It, it, it and really they also does. match you up with like real great therapeutic matches so that it makes it easier and free to change counselors if you need it, right? If you so want to start living happy yeah. and you don't want to be like rude attacking people in your dream dreams, mm-hmm. vampire, uh, eggs, vampire eggs and all that stuff, it's more affordable than uh, than what you're used to. It's great. Go to go to betterhelp.com slash bad friends. That's better H-E-L-P and join the over 700,000 people taking charge of their mental health online with experienced professionals. Uh, there's a special offer for our listeners at Bad Friends, go to go to uh, BetterHelp.com slash Bad Friends, and you're going to get yourself 10% off That's your right. first month. BetterHelp.com slash Bad Friends. Yeah. Beachbody. Beach we both got beach bodies, even though Bobby hates when I wear shorts, okay? We're stuck inside. I'm very white, but I'm still trying to stay in shape. I challenge Bobby, too. You know, I just love online workouts because, especially Beachbody, because they have the best trainers on planet Earth, I feel True. like. You know what I mean? This is a company, company behind uh, P90X, Insanity, and 21 Day Fix. They have trainers like, super trainers like Tony Horton, Joel Freeman, Jericho is my favorite, Jericho Matthews, and Autumn Calabrese. Calabrese, la Cataliano. Yeah. I, made, I made Bobby try the morning meltdown 100, and it was actually very funny. And I, I, I did I it one morning. It. I did it one morning, and I, it was so fucking hard. But the thing is, is I felt like I accomplished something afterward. It pushed me to the limit, 
And I just feel like uh, I just feel really good. I'm going to do it again. I, I I hope you do it again. But the next time you do it, like I told we'll you, it. you have to wear clothes. That that you can't do those. I naked. do it naked because I sweat a lot. I know, but it's a little ridiculous. All right, work out on your own schedule. Workouts as short as ten minutes. They don't require extra equipment. Yeah, you can do it anywhere. Bob did it from his computer. You can do it from a, a tablet, tablet, smartphone, Roku, Roku, Roku Apple TV, Roku. Chromecast, and more, guys. It's the best deal right now in online fitness. Everyone's working out at home. This is the best way to get in shape, uh, listeners. Of bad friends can try it for absolutely free if you're looking for a reason to quit your gym and do this stuff from home during covid and all this nonsense that's going on right now uh you gotta you have to try it you know bobby like i said did that 100 and it's totally worth it you should try the service it's legit it's 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 very it's actually you don't very be good stagnant in quarantine man you you need to get your body moving get your blood pumping you get your body blood pumping guys and right now our listeners can get a special free trial membership when you text bad, bad friends, friends to 303030 that's, that's 30, 30, 30, 30 30 you'll get full access to this entire platform for free all the workouts the nutrition information all the stuff that you need to know totally free totally free from the comfort of your home again just text bad friends to, to 30, 30, 30, 30. What was the first time when you did stand? You did stand up in Chicago or here first? Here? Well, no, no, no. Uh, Phoenix in Arizona when I was in school. Oh, you went to ASU? Yeah. Oh, me, my me and your brother went. bonded so close. Oh, to really? Yeah, yeah. Show. So you went yeah. to ASU? Yeah. So you did stand up where? There was like a local bullshit coffee shop in, in Glen Mesa or Glendale or one of those spots. Oh, oh right, right. But, but I used to go to the Tempe Improv. But I couldn't get up there. Oh, I was, well, of course. Of course. There, even the open mics was not the, – the, the open mic was for people that were like comics. Yeah, was so, Dan Murr there back then? You I don't, don't remember? I don't remember. Was Adam Egget there? We had just missed each other. Oh, really? I know. So We talked about that. It was like we just Do you remember the first night you killed? I remember the uh, – I remember one of the first nights – yeah, yes. I remember one of the first nights that I did really, really well. It was at a place called Room 5. It doesn't exist anymore here yeah. on La Brea. Uh-huh. It's above an old like uh, – I remember that place. Armenian restaurant. Yeah, yeah, I remember that place. Yeah, That was the first place I ever did really well. And the guy that used to run it was like a, a crazy alcoholic. What was his name? Do you know who I'm talking about? No, no, no. Rick something maybe? Yeah. Dude, he, he – like you'd show up and he, he was so nice. Good dude. Not a bad dude. I'm just saying you'd show up. You'd be like, what's up, man? You're like, what's going on, man? And he's like, nothing, man. The lineup's over there. Ba-da-da-da-da-da. Within like 10 minutes, you'd turn back around. He'd be like, hey, you fucking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he'd be yeah, blacked yeah. the fuck out. Yeah, and he wow. would black out for no shit four or five hours. <laughs> wow. He would sit and drink and drink and drink. And then he'd go, are you drinking? Yeah. like, no, no. And he'd go, I'm taking your fucking tickets. Because you would get those. Remember when you used to get drink tickets all the time? Go yeah. Down yeah back I'm in the taking day, your yeah. drink tickets. You would just take my drink tickets and get wasted. And I'd never get paid. I never, ever, ever. It's supposed to be five or 10 bucks. I never got paid. Yeah. But I killed in that room for the first time when I ever like really like really did it. Yeah. And then what it, so when you killed, yeah, when you me, got off Let the, me tell you cuz oh, you yeah. know who was there. This a guy who used to come around the store doesn't come around anymore. Christian Harloff. Do you remember him? I love Christian. I love Christian. Yeah. He had said something. Christian was a regular at the store at the time and was Yeah, I love Christian Harloff. He was going all the time. He was killing. Yeah. And he came up to me and he was like um in so many words. He was like, "Yeah, man, you're uh you're going to be better than this place pretty soon." And I was like, oh, thanks, man. And I had just done so well that I was kind of riding on this high. And I, he getting his respect was huge. He was a regular at the store. That was a big deal. Yeah. For, for back then, people know it was like when a regular was like, yeah, you're pretty funny. You were like. Also, when, when Chris D'Elia and I saw you perform and we said to you. It didn't matter because I knew I was good already. I was already better than you guys we, then. Yeah, when, but we, when you and Chris were like, oh, this guy's great. It's like, again. yeah, I'm better than both again. of you guys. Yeah, do it right into your own microphone. That was sad. That was sad. Did you get that? Did you see him on that frame? Yeah. Perfect. That was sad. Scoot over this way a little bit. There you go. Why was it sad? 
the drummer boy, but it didn't happen. No, no, but that's what that what you did. No, when you and Chris said something nice about me, it was it was it was very wonderful. It made my. I want to ask you when you talked about the Groundlings thing because I totally forgot. Um, UCB closed down. Do you know that? Forever. That's what I read online. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't know if that's true. What do you mean? That's it's uh, fucking. Everything's closed. It's quarantine, baby. No, closes. UCB closes. Upright Citizen Brigade uh, Training Center will be closed. Forever. Yeah, forever. Wow. New York, not L.A. Not L.A. New York. Yeah, New York. Yeah. Sad. You know, it is sad. Um, it's you know, it's one of those venues for me, like Largo, where I it's a little. You'd go there and bomb. Not just bomb. I just when I walked went there, I never felt like I was a part of it. Because well, because we're not. That's an exclusive little group. I know. I mean, you would get invited to do some sort of improv show yeah. or do stand up in an improv show. You know, they always had like a hook. It couldn't just be stand up. Yeah. If you got you got to do stand up, but then there's an interview where we you have to play a character. Um, someone's going to throw something at the audience at you just out of nowhere, and it's an object that we gave them, and so you just have to play with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It might hit you in the face. It might not. Yeah, and it's it, and but it's one of those places where I go. I always thought to myself, I'm not cool enough. Or, well, they always had kind of. There's always a vibe there, right? But this this is the only way I explained it. Whenever I would feel like shit because I go there and do a show and do fine or something, yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? It's the same jokes I do back at the. Th-. I always would walk away going, ah, this is how people feel when they come to the store, mm, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I felt the balance was right. Where I was like, oh, I deserve to feel like that because I know people come up to me and they're like. The fucking store makes me feel like shit whenever I go. I'm like, what? Yeah. I think uh, the stores for people that experience trauma. Yeah. A lot of it. Yeah, because I know a lot of like wholesome, just nice people with good upbringings who get a really strange vibe from the comedy store where like they feel just as soon as they get there uncomfortable. Like, like gross. Yeah. And just intimidated. Yeah. You know? It is though. It is very intimidating. It's- yeah. But it's it's just, you know, you can't fuck with the history, man. No. You can't fuck with the history and the um, the level of of talent. Did you when you when you bombed for the first time at the store? Like, do you remember your first like bad bad show there? Yeah, I can tell you what it is. Yeah, and and uh, come on, baby. I know I'm going to say it, but I have to think about. Come on, Papa. I don't want to start a war. Let the Papa tell the story. I'll tell story. Um, You're not going to start a war. So this is what happened. Oh fuck! Sorry. So this is when I was opening up for Mencia a lot. Turn it off. Okay. Because I want to pay attention. It's all right. Relax. Your volume thing on the side. I don't know how. Uh, right there where I'm your thumb is. I'm going to turn the whole thing off. Oh, look at that. That's, yeah. very, that's responsible. Yeah. Rudy's laughing. Rudy likes it. Rudy loves it. So. Yeah. I was living in San Diego, but Mitzi had made me a paid regular. At La, La Jolla or at? No. What I, I got lucky. So two years in, Pauly called me and goes, did I saw you in an open mic, and I, I'm looking for an MC for my Vegas show. And I go, I was working the door in La Jolla, and I go, all right. Yeah. So he flew me out there, and it was in front of, this is, he was huge at the time, 5,000 people. Where was it at in Vegas? Top of the Riv. Wow. Right. So Steve Shripa was like the guy there. You know Shripa? Yes. So 5,000 people? Yeah, and I remember Shripa going, hey, kid. And he called me Ching. Because Dice used to call me Ching. What? <laughs> yeah. Dice used to call me Ching. C-H-I-N-G? Yeah. C-H-I-N-K. Yeah. yeah so he's, he goes. What are you saying? Which one are you saying? Ching with a G. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Not Chink. Not Chink. That's illegal. No, it's not. It's cancel. 
you can't. You could have said it back then. We said it all maybe, the time. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys did. Uh, Just because Shane Gillis got canceled from it. That's now. Yeah, back yeah, then, yeah, it was yeah. fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so, so Shrippy used to call me Ching, and then um, yeah. And he go, "Hey, Ching, you do. If you do six minutes, I'll break your legs. Oh yeah. If you do four minutes, I'll break your legs." You do five. That's it. That's what you got to do. And I remember just being, I like my legs. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just like you know, literally taking it literally. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh, well, he's in the mafia. It's also Vegas. Maybe it was. I mean, like, Well, you'd hear stories that he was connected to the mafia or whatever, yeah, right? Yeah, he was. It so is. I remember it was just, I had been doing comedy for two years. And I went up. I don't remember what I did. And then I brought up Wild Willie Parsons. I don't know if Wild Willie Parsons. <laughs> yeah. His picture is still down he's at still the store. He's still up there. So yeah. Wild Willie Parsons went up. Did 30. But when I got off stage, backstage, huge place, right? Yeah. I see Mitzi coming up to me. Oh, shit. And I'm an open micer. She goes, hey, mommy. And I go. What is that impression? That's her. That's how she sounded like. I know, but you do it like she's like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what she sounded like. Bobby. Bobby. Mommy. Yeah. I go, yeah, Mitzi. That's how I used to sound. Mm-hmm. Scared. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, what's. <laughs> Why? What's did I do something wrong? Yeah. And she goes, "You're a regular at all my clubs." Oh wow! And that's how I got in. Damn, how lucky! That must have felt so fucking good. So lucky. So I was living in San Diego in a regular, but Mencia goes, "Hey, dude, hey, bro, you come up and do, you know, come to L.A., bro." So I went up there on a Saturday night, and Mitzi saw me there, and I was hanging out with Carlos in the main room green room mm-hmm. and Carlos goes hey Mitzi put him up <laughs> right you're a new comic I'm new yeah and and Mitzi goes yeah you go up and Joe Rogan says Joe Rogan's there and Joe Rogan goes Mitzi he's from fucking San Diego he's not funny or something like that <laughs> he's not fucking funny right yeah he'll be fine that's what she said yeah I went up there not only did I not hear any laughs, <laughs> I hear Rogan in the back going, I fucking told you he's not funny. <laughs> he's not fucking funny, Mitzi. He's from La Jolla. Yeah. Right? And I remember eating it so bad. You can feel it. Oh, my God. It, it was also like one of those sets where I went, oh, maybe it, I'm not going to make it. Yeah. Oh, You know, maybe, yeah, maybe it's just like I, I was a local. Yeah, in San Diego, what? Who am I competing against, you know? Right. But maybe in the big leagues, I just don't have it. In retrospect, it's because I just didn't, wasn't... You weren't ready. I wasn't ready! That's all. You were good. You just weren't ready. I wasn't even good. I wasn't even good. It was just like, I just wasn't ready. Can you give me one of your jokes that bombed up? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I used to do... um, (laughs) I'm so lonely, right? (laughs) I'm so lonely. When I used to... When I masturbate, I grab my own ass. Right, oh, and I go, God. and then I turn around, I go, "Do me, do me," and I start squeezing my chin cheeks. <laughs> yeah, and then my opening act, my opening line was, I used to make my hair really messy. Yeah, so it was just out of control, mm-hmm. and I would go, "I'm not really Asian. I just woke up." <laughs> oh my God! And it used to get crushed in San Diego. In San Diego, but and I did it in the main room. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> And I, it was so funny. Yesterday, the Sklar brothers, I did something with them. And the Sklar brothers was around back then. What did you do with the Sklar brothers? I couldn't help it. I thought we're quarantining. I couldn't. No, I didn't. I did it through. Oh, Zoom? Zoom. Oh, okay. But why? Because 
We they're my. I know, but the thing is, is I know I like them too. They're twins. I know I like them too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got mad at me, by the way. Well, I mean, I just finished. I, I made Star fun Brothers. Of, I made fun is, of Star Wars. Oh, I hate Star Wars, but they um, they went through my agent and my manager. Mm. They kept calling me, and then I didn't respond. So then they went to Abby mm. and Matt, and they called me. Hey, what about the Sklar Brothers? And I went, Well, they they have my number. So then, when they directly called me, I couldn't say no. Mm-hmm. So that's that. But anyway, the Sklar Brothers. Let me just finish this, and then you go into that. So okay. Sklar Brothers. I remember, I was so bad back then that they pulled me aside one night. <laughs> And they go, hey, um, you know, you're confident up there, but like, we don't know anything about you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because they're like really direct. And I go, what do you mean? Like, I mean, you're just doing jokes about they don't make any sense. You're doing ninjas on Southwest, right? I used to do a bit called Ninjas on Southwest. Mm. Yeah, and he goes, it just that doesn't, you know, you there's nothing that we know. What's Be the premise? Of, what's the premise of that bit? The ninjas in the Southwest? Because back then in the security checkpoints, they used to have um, a big. A weapons like no weapons, yeah. and then they had tomahawk guns, was one of them. Tomahawk, but they also <laughs> had, they also had uh, nunchucks. Yeah, right. Yeah, and so I go. I, I mean, how many ninjas are you know? what I mean, that's their job to sneak, right? And they, you'll hear you see a smoke bomb, and then they're in this um, overhead compartment. You know what I mean? And then I used to go, you cannot see me. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good yeah, joke. Yeah, that's a good joke. I did that tonight show, but um, they go. Um, so then I, I remember going them saying that, and I remember going. I fucking hate the Sklar Brothers. Yeah. For, for years. For how long? For like five years. Yeah. When I'd see the Sklar. But then when I got what they were saying, and when I started doing what they were suggesting. Right. I went, they were trying to help. Yeah. They yeah. were just trying they were just trying to give you some give you some tips. Or just a direction to go. You know who said the meanest thing about those guys? And I love them. They're great too. They're what? nice to me. I love them. The, the, the meanest thing. And they said this on stage. They said David Tell gave them the best and the worst, meanest intro of all time. What was it? They brought up Attell. Attell was at the store. <laughs> I love him. And they did. They did. They were. They did. They did very well. And then they bring up Dave. And Dave gets up there. <laughs> you know, he's like already. He's like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, uh, give it up for the Sklar Brothers. When people start clapping, he yeah. goes, "I didn't know boring came in stereo." <laughs> Wow. And they were, and they both were like, and I don't know, I can't remember wow. if it was Randy or something. So Jason was like, I was, bo- they were both like honored. Yeah. To get like shit on by him. Yeah. But also they were like, maybe he means it. Yeah. <laughs> like, because he's who, good like that. You know who makes, used to give me the worst intros? Who? Mark Maron. Oh, well, yeah. What the fuck? No, yeah. it, it got to the point. I could see him doing that on I purpose. To, to I had to say it. That you were like, thanks for the shitty intro? No, I had had to pull him aside and go, literally, I'm going to, I'll kill you. (laughs) I'll kill you if you do that again. Yeah. And he goes, what do you mean? I I, I, I can't do it. What was the the word? What was it? This next guy um, gives you high energy because, you know, he wants you to like him. Fuck you. Right. And he's like kind of a dancing clown. Fuck you. Right. So here comes, you know, Mr. Needy. Fuck you. Right. And I remember just pulling him aside and go, you know, you might be right. <laughs> I mean, you might be right. Sure. I might be needy. Yeah. And I, I might, I, mean, I don't play a guitar or do props. But only your friends get to call you Mr. Needy. Yeah. But it's just, also, it's like there's certain theatrics that I do that maybe through time I'll let go of, but it's just not your job. You know, I give great intros. You do. You give probably the best in the game. It is really funny for a comic to t- say someone else is needy. We're all fucking needy bitches. That's right. why we're on stage right. doing comedy. And then, but then Mark over the years after that gave me the best intros. 
he said one of the nicest things I've ever heard in my life. What? We talk very sparingly, as Mark does. Mark's like that. And when I was on that I'm Dying Up Your show, the show had said they were going to submit me for consideration for an Emmy. Wow. And I was like, why? I was like, I don't... Because you're a great actor. No, but I was like, that's a stupid idea. I don't even want to be... I was like, I don't even want to be in the idea of that world. Jules, we should watch the show he was on. No. It was on Showtime. It no, was but, called... No, but let me just, say... Let me just finish. Uh, like, uh, and Eric Griffin's on it, too. And Al Madrigal. But Jim Carrey, Jim Carrey produced it. Yeah. It was on Showtime. It just came out a year ago. It, canceled. it got canceled. It doesn't matter. We should watch it. Anyway, but 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 I'll say this. They said they were going to... They were going to put me up for an Emmy. And honestly, genuinely, when they said that, I did tell my agent. I was like, I don't really want to do that because I know it's a political process. I don't want to do interviews and stuff. I don't really like that stuff. I'm not good at that. Right. And I'm not good at hiding my uh, poker face. Like, I don't have – like, when they're like, how was the show? I'm like, I don't give a fuck. What do you mean? Why are we talking about it? I don't like – Yeah. So they said that. And then because Mark is on – uh, the the um, why can't I think of the wrestling show? I'm so stupid. It's called Glow. Glow, and they're on Showtime as well. Or no, are they're they? on Netflix. H- HBO, Netflix. Netflix? Yeah, you're whatever wrong. it is. Yeah, it, it was at the same time that people were getting um considered, and Mark came up to me, out of nowhere. We always say hi, and that's kind of it. And he goes, "Hey, you're really good on that show." I said, "Oh, thanks, Mark." And he goes, "You know, I I, I voted for you. I voted for you." <laughs> really? I swear to God in my life. Yeah. I was like, seriously? And yeah. he goes, "Yeah." Yeah, later, man. And he left. And I remember I called my wife and I go, that's the nicest thing. Mark was like so out of nowhere because he doesn't really do that out of nowhere. He did that. Okay, a year ago he came up to me and goes. By the way, then I DM'd him yeah. like a week later. Yeah. And I was like, hey, man, I just want to say like that that was really awesome yeah. that you did that. And he left me on scene. <laughs> <laughs> Which is Mark being like, yeah, yeah, fuck he you. He said to me last year, he goes, you're working a lot, right? I see you all the time working a lot. Yeah. I go, yeah, I'm working. That's crazy. He goes, you deserve it. So nice. And, and when when Mark does that, it, it just it's touching. Yeah, you know, why don't you cry, bubble? I can't. Oh, okay, <laughs> I, can't, I can't do it. I tried. You can't. I have no feelings. Honey, we all shop online oh. a lot. Bob shops constantly. I can't. Get him around a computer. I can't without him shopping. And at I one of his love favorite stores. to have coupons and to get me a cheaper deal on the things that I buy. And that's why Honey is so important. Yeah, it's a free online shopping tool. It saves you money online. It automatically finds the best promo codes and applies them automatically to your cart. You don't even have to do anything. So it, I mean, it's imagine easy. Going, going on sites like Target, Best Buy, Sephora, Macy's, eBay, et cetera, et cetera, right? Mm-hmm. When you check out, this little box drops down, and all you have to do is click the app, apply coupons. It's that easy. Okay, look, I was shopping the other day amongst getting groceries. I also needed a new cheese grater and other kitchen utensils. And when I bought that online at Target, I got myself a coupon. I saved a couple of bucks. How much did I save, you ask? None of your business. It was $10.28. But it was worth it. It was amazing that you saved money. I didn't it need really to do does. anything. You do really do save money it's with incredible. this thing, guys. They, uh, they have uh, 18 million members and $2 billion in savings. A lot of people have used it. Honey is really great. 30,000 stores online they support, and they're adding money every fucking day, man. Every single day. Not using Honey when you're shopping online is literally passing up free money. You don't have to do anything. They give it to you. It's free to use, free to install. It's backed by PayPal. You know you can trust PayPal. Get Honey for free at joinhoney.com. Com slash bad friends. That's joinhoney.com slash bad friends. That's right. 
Buffy. Oh, uh, boy, do we love Buffy. We've talked about it before. We actually do use it and we love it. We use it. it. Um, I've said this before, and I'll say it again, is, is that I don't generally trust Andrew Santino with stuff. And then when mm-hmm. he suggested to take this um, Buffy comforter at home, it's the only comforter that we use. It is the most comfortable thing that I've ever owned in my whole entire life, fucking life, okay? <laughs> it's made from ultra-smooth eucalyptus fiber that feels softer it than cotton. It is way softer than cotton. It's breathable, cool to the touch, and it maintains an ideal sleeping temperature, and you can feel cozy without overheating at night, my friend. And, he, and here's the problem. So when, when, when Bobo sleeps, he always says that uh, at night he gets really sweaty, and Kalila doesn't like waking up in a pool of his sweat. Yeah. But eucalyptus fiber makes it so that – eucalyptus fiber makes it so it doesn't happen. It, it's, uh, and it's also earth-friendly. It keeps you cool at night and warm when it's cold. And Cheeto – this is what Cheeto likes most about um, um, Puffy, although it is very, the most uncomfortable thing is, is that it's cruelty-free and hypoallergenic. That's right. I don't like down feathers, no animal products in there. I no. like it. I like it that they are earth-friendly, they don't test on pets, and it's hypoallergenic. No feathers, no feathers. No feathers. Their products have almost 20,000 five-star reviews, you guys. They're incredible. They're offering you a free trial. Listen, Bob and I, Bob knows I got a second one and gave to him, and I said, if you don't like it, you can seriously give it back, and you kept You'll it. You'll never get it back. That's right. Never get it You can back. try their products on your own bed for free in your bed Don't commit without for even committing to buy. For $20 off your Buffy bedding, visit Buffy.co and enter code BADFRIENDS. Once again, for $20 off your Buffy bedding, visit Buffy.co and enter the code BADFRIENDS, my friends, my friends. Yes. Can you cry on cue, Rude? No. No, she can't try, even talk this one. Try right now, though. Try yeah, to, yeah, try, try to get emotional. Yeah, yeah. I can't. Imagine, imagine Bob just kicked you out of the house and he left you back on the street. And you have to fend for yourself. Oh, back, back. Talk, I want to talk about that real quick, okay? So Ed. Uh-oh. So Ed from 90 Day Fiance is, was dating. Are you going to put her up for bait? No, here, they're not seeing each other anymore. So she, he's single? He's single. So, and, and, and so this is I perfect think Rosemary, I think Rosemary said, he only gave me two things. I think he only did the show to get famous. I love it. I right? like him even more now. So, I love him more. So then I looked at. Uh, Rudy and I went um, for, the te- for the team for the team fuck him for the team you use her for bait again, yeah, for, get, just for, get him on tiger belly for mayo head ed yeah you, well, why, why you don't find him attractive no say it in the in mic no why he doesn't have a neck <laughs> yeah, that's true he doesn't he have does a neck have, yeah, he looks like a melting candle God, it's so. I mean, look, I just there's. I come on, you know what I mean? It's uh, so creepy. Everything about that thing is creepy to me. That show or him? The show is. I love the show. It's yeah. still creepy, but yeah. he's really creepy. The fact that he's like, you know, can I give you a kiss, kiss? Oh, I know. <laughs> or also, it's like, um, yeah, when he was giving her the foot massage. Ah, gross. Any fucking guy that says I give the best, you don't brag about your own skills. Nobody does that. Nobody yeah. brags about a foot massage, by the way. I give the best foot massage. When you say that, it's like, get the fuck away from my feet. But then they zoomed in on her leg, and she had legs like like hairy, hairy legs. That's cultural. She has hairy legs. Yeah? But I shave. So. She, she, when yeah, you, but, but when you lived in the Philippines, did you just grow it wild? Yeah. And when you yeah. got here, it was like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is that, is that super normal that no women shave their legs? What about the armpits? Yeah, we don't. But don't you? Doesn't it bother you to have hairy legs? Or no, it doesn't matter. Not really. Get closer to the mic, Jules. Fuck. Not really. No, but armpits kind of bother you, though, right? Yeah, hairy armpits. Kinda, but when I lived in the Philippines, it didn't matter. It doesn't matter, huh? Culturally, do, it doesn't do matter. any women there shave legs and armpits or no? Some do, but 
It's rare, huh? Yeah, it's rare. But I guess they don't feel they don't get like. um, Well, you don't get. But but I would imagine you don't get that much. You don't get thick hair, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, I imagine like your legs don't get like. Like Asian hair tends to be very thin, like that. Yeah, like your like your leg hair. You don't have thick leg hair. Gookie monkeys. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> it is funny that the women don't shave their legs, but so, so many of the men there do. Isn't that funny? The yeah. men shave their legs, right? There's yeah. men there that love shaving their legs. Dude, can you believe this? Look what? at this. Somebody sent this to me today. Harvey Weinstein says he's free of coronavirus symptoms. This fat piece of shit who walks around debilitated with a fucking walker. Said mm. he beat the virus. Mm. That doesn't make you mad. Doesn't that blow your fucking? That's how you know that they've got a cure. That's how you know. Yeah. How the fuck does this? How the fuck does this fat blob slob piece of sh- this guy? Hey. Eh. Yeah. But but you know that that's an act, right? Even if that still looks like he should. be I gone. understand that, but the thing is, he no. This whole feel bad for me thing. Yeah, I'm in a walker. It's an yeah. Act. That's an a complete act. He's not as frail. And who is this character behind him from Guess Who? Who's this guy from? (laughs) What the fuck is that? Yeah. No, I know this is an act. I know this is an act. Okay, I know dudes like that. So the the guy that owns Mad TV. What do you mean? The guy that started? No, he is like, he's a big kind of old Hollywood mogul. His name is David Salzman. Do you know him? David Salzman. Yeah. It sounds familiar. Yeah, so he he used to produce, back in the day, Dallas. Oh, yeah, Judge yeah. Judy. He also was partners with Quincy Jones for many, many years, that, right? The greatest produce, producer in the history of music. Right. Yeah. So David Salzman, I, he still hangs out with the Laugh Factory. He's like this old – I How love How old him. is he? He's older than him. Well, he's only 68. Yeah, I thought, yeah I thought, but yeah. David Salzman has got to be in the 70s, right? Right. But Salzy, if you fucking touch his legs, <laughs> I always grab his like groin and his like thighs <laughs> and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he, it's literally like – Made out of cement. He's like hard as a rock. It's he's so strong, solid, right? So I think that like old Hollywood moguls like Salzman, I think he- Weinstein's in that way. Really? Yeah, they're, they're, they look frail, but they're super. Like they do shit at night that we're not aware of. Right? Like, they, they fucking do matzo ball, fucking. You know what I mean? Li- matzo ball? Li- whatever the do we do? They, they, you know what I mean? They lift matzo balls for weight. Yeah, yeah. Oh, whatever. I don't know. Welcome to the Jewish gym. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But but I know what you mean. He, you think he's strong. He, he, this is an act, but still though, dude, the the fact that he beat it, the fact that he beat it, and guys like like this, like look at this kid, Washington State, this football player, twenty two years old, in great shape, and he dies. That's how you know something's going on. No, I I, I, think, I think there's a cure, for, dude. If you're rich enough, they got it. If you're rich enough, they got it. You think though? How do you think Magic beat AIDS before everybody else? You think he didn't beat it? Yeah, he did. It, it's undetectable. HIV is undetectable but in his still blood. Within him, no, it's it's undetectable in his blood. They literally can't detect it. And now, now yeah. they have two people that they've completely quote unquote cured undetectable. But it took them twenty years. It's like these serial killers that find Jesus, and you know they find Jesus in jail. Yeah, and they go, yeah, I'm I'm saved. Yeah, no matter wh- I don't give a fine. I believe that, right? Yeah, but deep down inside, they're not saved. Yeah, there's something going on. Do you think if you do you think if you got really sick you'd find Jesus? I can't do it. No, no. I can't. I can't. I just because of the Crusades and be, just because of just their ideology and their. You didn't have any religion growing up, anyway. Not really, no. But it, it, so I know. 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 I know the church. Let me ask this though. You know how like whites always have white Jesus in in Catholic churches. Black people have black Jesus sometimes in their church. Do Asians have Asian Jesus? Buddha. 
No, but I'm saying, but is there, is there ever Jesus that's Asianed out? No, like if you walk Co- into like, a church, in Korea- the number one religion in Korea is Christianity. I don't know if you know this. Yes, I do. It is, and if you look at their Jesus, right? It's not like so funny though. Can you, you know what I mean? It's a white. It's the white one up on the, the cross like this. <laughs> <laughs> right behind the pulpit. Yeah, but they use the white one. Yeah, that's my point. In black churches, they will use a black Jesus. No, they use the white one. Yeah, I why? Think- because I think um, it's the safe one. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I think Asians secretly, you know, they admire whites. Do, not all of them. I think they're they. I think they're on the same kind of. You know, there's some oppressing going on. Right. Right. And right. Um, capitalism. You know, right. is their number one thing really in in Asia. In Korea, yeah. In China, China obviously, capitalism runs rules. The rules. Yeah. So what they have a they have like a. They're okay with white Jesus. Yeah, it's like I know so many Korean chicks that are married to white dudes, mm. but if they were married to a Vietnamese dude <sighs> or any other person, mom and dad would lose it. They would they would disown them. Wow. My cousin, oh, God, I don't want to say this out loud. Say but it. Eddie. Yeah. Married a Vietnamese woman. She's really nice. Yeah. I love her. What's her name? <laughs> Yeah, she. Uh, for, 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 it doesn't matter. Yeah, he yeah, married yeah. a Vietnamese Tran, Tran. girl. Yeah. <laughs> Tran, 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 And my uncle and aunt, who I love, Jaganapan, Jaganoma, Jaganapan, and Jaganoma, they didn't go to the wedding. No. Yeah, they because she was Vietnamese. Damn, really? I, I, we may have to cut that part out. Nah, leave it. It's per- personal, but it's real. It is pretty real. Yeah. They didn't go to the wedding. That's kind of harsh. Man. Yeah. So um, I remember just growing up, getting in fights with my parents about all that stuff. It's like, like, did your parents ever tell you if you marry, if you marry a non- if you if you there it is if you gay if you gay I will rip your dick off. Yeah. And like you're eating Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> I, go, I didn't say anything about being gay. Yeah. He would just make these statements. If your girlfriend is a black. I kill everybody. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and then you hear stuff like that. But then as you get older, you go, what? That, that's crazy. Yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? But We're st- all the same. But for them. But then they would change. So right. when like when Obama ran for president the first time, mm-hmm. we are going to vote for, um, uh, who was it, the guy that he was running against? Not McCain. Was it McCain? Yeah, John McCain. Right? McCain. Because we live here in uh, Arizona. And I'm like, no, you're voting for Obama. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> I mean, they were like and they just would. They would just do what I would say because they know? realize at some point your parents kind of realize that you might not, you might know more than them. Yeah. Also, they know that I will be like you know. It's like you know, you'll be alive when they're gone. It's not even that. It's like I really believe this. It's I know a lot of white kids, right? They go right here. I know, but not you're not this this kind. Okay. White kids, like, yeah. My parents are huge MAGA, MAGA, MAGA. Mm. You know what I mean? And I'm like, oh, but you're not. Yeah, man, it's crazy. It's like that point of view is crazy. I go, but how do you, you know, it's your job to change them. Yeah, but a lot of, but, but well, well, like your parents, what are they? That's hard. I think they're probably, they're, they're traditionally conservative people, but they're not MAGA, MAGA people. But they voted for him? No. Okay. I mean, I don't know. You've never asked? Not really. But I just, I mean, we make fun of them so much that I just figured we're on the same page. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. the like my Twitter with my or my, my my text with my parents and my sister. Yeah, it's us just sending Trump clips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're traditionally conservative people. Yeah, so are my parents. But it's like you know, um, 
I sh- I just try to sway their you know like my mom I told my mom liked because I like because I liked Pete Buttigieg she liked him too yeah a gay veteran I thought that was a good liberal that if you're gonna have one. a liberal candidate I was like get a gay fucking veteran in yeah. there yeah yeah yeah, yeah a yeah. guy who sucks cock and shoots guns yeah that's the one get him in there yeah. I I thought he was do- I think he was too young people don't like young guys for some reason this country's obsessed with old pre- what is our why do we like old guys to be a president why can't it just be someone young because I think that it it because you're like he's been well, George, around because George Washington wore that white wig, yeah, and he looked like he's a ninety year old angel. That's because he was bald. I know. My point though is is that it always ha- they always had like you know older dudes through mm-hmm. generations because it feels like we know more than you. Yeah, but they don't. No, no shit. Yeah, no shit. Because look at Canadians guy. Who's Canadian? Oh, Trudeau. Yeah, he's a young guy. Yeah. Young guy. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, he, he you can tell he's just power fucks. He power fucks. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Right, like and then when hard. He's... <laughs> you know then... what I mean? Whereas Trump looks like he does sloppy fucking. Ugh. Like you hear this noise. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And then I'm done. Yeah. Right. He goes. I'm gonna wait to wait till you feel this a lot. <laughs> yeah. And then he's done. I'm done. And it's like in her belly button. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Melania's belly button, and she's like, oh, "That wasn't even This feels home. good to me, and I am liking this. <laughs> yeah. That poor fucking robot slave. Um. Look at this. I want to bring up this article. I wanted you to see this. Another one. This is really sad. I got a couple of news pieces I want to share with you. New York uh, man and girlfriend quarantined in Mexico are shot and killed. This is why we're at the fucking bottom of journalism right now, by the way. You want to know why we're at the butt bottom of journalism? Mm. Okay. This mini Vani Burke out of NBC News. Look what she did. New York man and girlfriend quarantined in Mexico shot and killed. Okay. This is really sad. He goes down to Mexico to quarantine with this woman he loves, right? Mm-hmm. Police say 20 gunshots fired at the vehicle. Nobody's been arrested. All right. He met Baca, a physical education teacher in Juarez during a trip to Texas. He goes down there to quarantine. He was a good dude, his friend said. This one really fucked me up. Another friend, Adam Howe, said Landers had been in Mexico for about three weeks, and the last time the two spoke was a few days before his death. Howe said Landers told him he was trying to learn Spanish and joked about gaining weight from eating too many churros. (laughs) Why the fuck is that in an article about a guy who got shot 20 times? Why the fuck is there a joke? Trying to learn Spanish, he was eating too many churros. Anyway, he's fucking dead. Why is that the joke they put in there? It might not be a joke. What if that's real? Why would that be the thing? Okay. That's information I want to know. Ready? I'm NBC News. Yeah, yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Who am I playing? You. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, hello. Hi, is this Bobby Lee? Yeah. Hey, Bob, we uh, we have some terrible news to tell you. We A friend of yours, a guy who you do um, a podcast with, Andrew Santino, was brutally gunned down and murdered. Ooh, what? Yeah, in Mexico, in Juarez. He was killed. No, 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 no. What? Yes, yeah. Can we get a quote from you, please? What what, what, what can we say about What can you say about him? Uh, what I like about him, he doesn't look good at shorts. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, he's got shorts. thick, orange, orangey, thick, orangey, um, jungly eyebrows. Well, he used to because they they they, they shot his head clean off his body. About 150 oh, bullets to his God. face. Yeah, and then he, um, his skin's so pinkish. Okay, thank you, Bob. Uh, yeah, that's what I would say. That would be the quote. His skin so pinkish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and he liked to drink beer. I don't like beer. I, know, I, would, I don't know. I would just make it up. Oh, so that's what this guy did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he I'll just, just make it up. up. I'll just make it up. He's like, hey, brother's getting away from eating churros. And they're like, yeah. no, he's dead. He's like, yeah. okay. I would say, um, that's what you he really probably say? deserved it. That's what you would say? Yeah, oh, let me I... ask you that. I'll be the reporter. Okay. It'd be real, though. Okay. You know what? You're right. You're right. You know what? You're right. You're right. No, I'm going to be no, real. No, I, you know, I want to do a real one, too, now. 
Okay. I'll do. Okay, I'll call you, but then I want to do a real one too. This okay. Is, let's do, be as real as we can. Okay, call me. Right, but if you're not real, I'll know. Okay. Okay. All right. Vring vring, vring vring. Mm, it's an unknown number. <laughs> vring vring, vring vring. Block. Oh, I'll call it again. <laughs> vring. Oh, I went right to voicemail. <laughs> Okay, here. Hello? That's it. Hello? Who's this? Hey! Um, no, we don't want any. No, I'm uh, a reporter for the Philippi- Philadelphia Inquirer. Oh, my God. I f- okay. What? Why? Yeah, so anyway, uh, we just got some startling news, and um, I, huh. we just want to get a quote from your uh, – you're a guy that you are associate, associated with. Um. I'm sorry. I'm a, I'm a what? What is he to me? He's somebody that you do – you work with. Oh, my – who? Um, Bobby could- Lee. Oh yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, they just found um, parts of his body. Just he, he, he's dead. He, they mm. chopped him up and they put him in a dumpster. Jesus. And they, one dumpster was in front of a behind a PF Chang's. The other one was behind a Panda Express. We have no idea what the connection is. But uh, why are you laughing, sir? I'm not. Yeah, and they found his foot in um, um, Alejandro's desk. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. That's terrible. Yeah. So, how do you feel? Do you have any quotes or? Uh, yeah, I got a couple of quotes. Um, I mean, just off the top of my head, I guess a a, a fork in the road emerged, and I took the one less traveled. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I really do. I loved Bobby very much. Yeah. Um, it doesn't sound your emotional. No, no, no. no. I mean it. I mean it. I mean it. I did love him very much. He was great. He was a wonderful dude. A very, very good comic. And I'm gonna miss him very much, and uh, I think it's sad. I think it's sad that he's gone now and can never really tell his truth. Um, but you know, what's that? What's that? What's his truth? Is that what you said? He hung up. Because let me say something. He was into bestiality. No, 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 forget, for... He had sex with all of his animals. Okay. Put that in the paper. That's that's not... how they reverse sneeze. They begin reverse sneezing when you put your <laughs> when you put your pipe in their butt. That's how they reverse sneeze. Uh-huh. I would that's I would be so possible. sad if that, you were but gone. But that's not real, man. Yeah, I'd be so sad if you were gone. Yeah, I don't want. I, I, don't I would want... literally just be like. I would literally just be like, what? What? What happened? But you'd be still be playing. Yeah, yeah I'd be playing. Yeah, yeah. Playing a video Witcher game. Three. <laughs> You're trying to upgrade my armor. By the way, somebody told us that Witcher was on your phone or Stardew was on your phone. You said no, it's not. Yeah, it is. Yeah, but it's not the kind of. Don't get mad at them. The version, the version on your phone can't be as complex as the actual console one, okay? Okay. Tell well, me about this. Here. Hold on. Police show photos. Crystal meth in hotel room where Andrew Gilliam was found. Andrew Gilliam is the uh, he's the guy who's running for former Democratic candidate for Florida governor. This guy, this, this party boy, dude. Check this out. Mm. This is my favorite shit. Crystal meth was found in there. Mm-hmm. Look at this shit. He, uh, Dyson said he was a porn star performer and solicited business as a gay male escort party. But look at how many drugs. Look at how fun this is. Here's what was in there. Cytolopram, gabalafantin, Xanax, a vial-containing mixture of papervine, fentolamine, aliprosidil, and a combo used to treat erectile dysfunction. Oh, my this God. This dude. Do you know what any of those are except for Xanax? I know what Xanax is. I know what... Um, no, I don't know any of fentolamine, that. Fentolamine. Fentolamine. Aliprosidil. Yeah. Aliprosidil. yeah. Oh, oh, this is a combination used to treat, but all these they put together to treat 
limp dick. Yeah. That probably um, – well, the, what it's not because he has mental disorder. It's that meth affects your – Yeah, you're able to fuck like a champ. You can fuck, but it, you can, it's difficult to get hard when you're on meth. So these things combined get you hard? It's like when people do like – you know, people drink and they get sleepy. Yeah, this so is – So they combine it with cocaine or they put – you know, they drink vodka, Red Bull. Vodka, Red, Red Bull. Yeah, something like that to, to even out. I know, but that sounds like a lot of cocktail of drugs to like even out one – did he die? No, dude, he's alive. Oh, he is. This guy's alive. Then why is it news? They busted him with because they released all these photos of meth. They were like, "What happened to this guy who's running for governor? He got busted in a hotel room. He said he was at a wedding. That's my favorite thing is when they were like, "Oh no, I was just at a wedding having some fun. I ended up in a hotel room. None of that stuff is mine. Look at all these fucking pills." Dude, my neighbor used to throw pill parties yeah, in West Hollywood. I hard. love pill parties. Like he would, throw, but he not like this, dude. You didn't like it like this. Ask Joe, Joe. Ask Joey Diaz. No, no. What I'm telling you is oh. he would have gay, gay, methed out, fuck, yeah, that's pill what party. I'm saying. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He would know shit at yeah. uh, all hours of the night. He would have guys coming and going and coming and going to, by the dozens. I mean, dude would be coming and going, mm-hmm. and they would be fucking and partying. Yeah. Till five, six, seven, eight in the morning. I love that. And the only reason I know is because I would come home late from the store, and I'd see them, and he kind of had a few moments with me, like, "Hey, you're cool, right?" Like you're not a snitch, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm not a snitch. I just don't want, I don't, I don't want people coming at five in the morning. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like two a.m. is fine. Three. Look, let me say this, this is my PSA. If you're gonna, ha- if you live in, in a gay neighborhood and you want meth fuck parties, that's chill. But on weeknights, <laughs> can you keep it to like three a.m. Yeah, four a.m. I know. No, six a.m. I can hear you guys fucking and the banging. Slapping. Well, I was it's on- the snorting and slapping. I was, and I because I was the only straight guy in my complex. Ah, uh, and you know what, my old Italian, my old Italian landlord, the funniest thing on earth. When I go to look at the apartment, she she goes, she's a uh, nuncia. That was her name. She goes, you're uh, you're a Santino. I said, yeah, I'm, I'm Santino. She goes, you're not Italiano. <laughs> yeah. I said, no, 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 I am. My, my father is. I just, I, my mother's Irish. She goes, oh, only half. And I said, yes, only half. And she goes, okay, well. Here is the apartment, and I go. Oh, this is really nice, and I look around and I like it, and I go, yeah. "This is pretty great. I would love to take this apartment." And she and she go, "I'm not kidding." She goes, "Are you um, are you a gay?" <laughs> no, yeah. And I was like, "No, I'm not. I'm not gay." And she yeah. goes, "Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a good. You, yeah, but you seem gay to your people, probably. Yeah. And then I said, uh, "No, I'm not gay." And she goes, "Yeah, everyone here is a gay." It's in the middle of West Hollywood. Yeah. I go, yeah, no, I like the neighborhood. It's close to comedy clubs. That's where I work, so I want to stay close to comedy clubs. <laughs> and she goes, okay, good. Uh, well, this is good for you. This apartment is good for you. It's good for me. You, you seem nice. And I was like, uh, God, I can't believe somebody would give this apartment up. <laughs> Not making this up. This uh-huh. is a fact. I have uh-huh. proof of this. Yeah. She goes, the man who lived here before, he died. <laughs> yeah. And I go, oh, really? Oh, my God, that's terrible. Yeah. Was he an older man? She goes, no, he was young. He had AIDS. She said it like, <laughs> like matter of fact, no big deal. Yeah, yeah. He was young. He had AIDS. So the laundry yeah. key is over there. I mean, yeah. it was no big deal to her. Yeah. And I and so she because you have to disclose to you if somebody dies in the apartment. You know this? Yeah, I know that. Yeah. Yeah. He died in the apartment of AIDS. Yeah. I had an AIDS ghost. Yeah. I had an AIDS ghost. Yeah. My um. You know La Jolla. Oh, yeah. You know the condo. Oh. You ever yeah. stay in that condo? All the time. So, I mean, back then. Back in the day. Back, yeah. yeah. When we were struggling. And there's a there is a etched into one of the cabinets is Bob, Bobby Lee as a homo. Somebody wrote that in there. Probably is that really? Yeah, that's etched in there in one of the drawers or whatever. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, um, not. But in the late '90s, I used to MC there, and Mitzi 
paired me up with Stephen Moore. I don't know who that is. You don't know him. He, no. he has HIV. And another gay guy named Brian Bradley. You don't mm, know him. Mm. And Brian Just, Bradley used to used to do an improv troupe with um, Robin Williams. Wow. So they they all come from the zoo in San Francisco. So anyway, Brian Bradley and, and we're in the condo late at night. And they go, you want to hear a story about this condo? <laughs> and I go, yeah, I like history. And like, uh, in 82... Right, Stephen? You were there. Steve goes, yeah, I was there. We had about 150 men here. And we did a 150-man train in sync, like through the rooms. They were just like, 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 like what's that movie where they were you? Were the, the, the human centipede, centipede? But a very long centipede. Wow. Right, yeah, very long. <laughs> right. Um, uh, what is higher than centipede? <laughs> like a millipede? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And he goes, yeah, and we would just like, we would say out loud, pump, and they would all pump together, right? <laughs> pump. No. And they would all pump together, right? And it was just like a wave of dicks going we got in a bucket. so butt. drunk that it was just, we just came all over everything, <laughs> all over the sheets and the, right? And I remember the next night, I didn't stay there. No, <laughs> I would have slept on the fucking beach. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. it was like, I, I couldn't touch anything. That place, well, that place used to be the dirtiest place. it was place, blue. Oh, you're there when it was blue? With carpet. It's cum. <laughs> it's 20-year-old cum. Ugh. Yeah, it was, wow. Yeah. I mean, what? fun. Oh, my God. If I was gay yeah, and I was there. Oh, my God. I would have been, I would have been in the middle. No. Yeah, I would have no. been in the middle of the train. See, I think you're, you're closer to the back. Wait, what, what, what does it matter? Unless they, need the someone, final... they need someone who's low to the ground, who's got good center of gravity, yeah. to push the train forward. The caboose is always the strongest. All right. And you got a little. Also, pop, I don't. I also. Pop. I also. I, I don't know if I was. I don't. I might not like the anal part of it. What? Well, what would be? The I want to be the one. You want? So oh, I'll be the caboose, the very end. So I have no one in that's back. What I'm of saying. Me. You, right. you give. I would, you don't I'll receive. be the one yelling out to everybody. Three, two, one. <laughs> pump, pump. Right. Three, two, one. Pump. We are all pumped together. Right. And then, hey, Bobby, you want to get in the middle? I go, no, 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 no. I'm the caboose. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> And Andrew, Andrew's in the front. Yeah. No, I'm in the dead middle. I want it both. <laughs> That's you would. Yeah, you would only give. You wouldn't receive. Yeah. The human centipede. What wow. a what? Wh- how great? What do you mean? How awesome? Did we see the human centipede? Oh my god! What it is is these. I'll just. If you haven't seen it, you should see it. Yeah. By the way, but, all the criticism that we get from the show that's saying Rudy's too young to hear any of this stuff. Uh, Tito Bobby is the one that elicits all this information to her. And so. she's also um, 18. 18 years old. So, yeah, it is yeah. still quite young. It's still quite young. She's right on the cusp of being far too young. It doesn't matter. Like it, uh, You know the term barely legal? She's ready. Yeah, she's ready. She's ready. Sure, yeah, go ahead. This, it's a movie called it's Your Family. Centipede. It's a real real movie. And it's these I, I forget the gist, but it's these two girls that are out in Europe yeah. partying. Yeah. And um, they get captured by some German surgeon. It's always Nazis. Yeah, some crazy German surgeon. And basically what they do is he does is he surgically puts one of the woman's mouth tied to a Japanese man's <laughs> asshole. Right? So she's like like just surgically his asshole like sewed. This, like sewed. sewed. Yeah. And then her friend is in the back of her surgically, right? And they, they walk around like a human centipede. Isn't that what just the gist of it? That's it. Yeah, you like that? You like that? Rude. Is that cool? No. No. Yeah. And then the Japanese guy's the smartest one. Of course. 
I remember he went, oh, fuck at this. <laughs> I cannot live like this anymore. You know, I, you know, I have a human being on the Santa Pita. Right? And he took some glass and he killed himself. Yeah, he knew better. Yeah, I yeah, would yeah, kill myself yeah, too. Yeah. Hey, speaking of gay stuff, can I show you something? Yeah. You know Theo, you know Theo Vaughn. We know Theo Vaughn. You know Theo Vaughn? Hey, yeah, man. Yeah. You know Theo Vaughn? I love Theo. Yeah, hey, man. Besties. Yep. Uh, Theo, Theo has a producer. Gianni. Do you know Gianni, Paolo? I love him. Sexy. He's, done, he's done my podcast. Sexy dude, right? Love him. Good so, actor. So he was joking around with me, and he, we were supposed to do something for him today, but we didn't do it. But he was joking around with me and was like, uh, you know, I'm gay, stuff like that. And I was like, okay. Da, da, da. Gianni's gay? Mm-hmm. I don't... Well, look, he sent me this, and you tell me. Okay. Tell me if this is gay. Yeah. This is a real dildo, Santino. I'm gayer. It's w- 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 out of nowhere. It wasn't a competition or anything. He just what, sent it to why me. Why would he do that? I don't know. I think he's on meth. Yeah, he's he's real. He maybe got. He's always been kind of you know kind of out of nowhere. He sent this to me. Wasn't yeah. that weird though? That's very strange to send this like. Well, that dildo looks right. Really, looks like a banana. It's real though. He said he said it's real because yeah, the way yeah. it bends. Look at how it bends when it hits his butt. Yeah, yeah. How about here? Oh, you know what? You know what I just saw? I'm gayer. You know what I just saw? Oof, what is he doing? He this did the work. What do you mean? He started going up and down. He bounces. Yeah. So he knows what he's doing. I like it when they the girls do that. <laughs> if I do the work, I don't like it. Yeah. When you push up? Yeah. Yeah. He does the work. Do you do, is that is that a big problem? Do you when Here you do I the, am again. There you are. Yeah. When you push up? You don't like pushing up? When when Kalala's on top of me, um, what I do is I go, I'll whisper in her ear. <laughs> <laughs> so in a bit, you do it, you do it, and she goes, "You want me to do it?" And you, you do it, and she just like, she, you know, her ass, she go, pat, 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 pat. and I just be like, I just be like, oh Jesus, Rudy, put close here your ears. Here we go, oh man, here we are. Stop, 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 stop. <laughs> yeah, that time. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. It's quarantine, and it's like... Is every, are you guys going nuts because of it? Hey, tell me this, though. Are you, you talked about your dreams at the beginning. I'm interested, for real. Do you ha- have you been having like violent dreams? I've had really weird, weird dreams, but not negative. They're not violent. They're just, you know, it's like they just don't make any really sense. Give me. Uh, today, uh, last night, I had a dream where we received vampire eggs. Oh, yeah, I sent those to you. <laughs> <laughs> no. And then I remember going, what are these? And then Kalala going in the dream, they're vampire eggs. Yeah. And I go, I, is it the chicken that's the vampire or human? I don't get it. The human beings. And then we cut to, we live in a stone house. This is not funny because I'm just telling you exactly. I want to hear dream. it. Yeah. So we live in a stone house, which is not what our house looks like. And I remember being in this gigantic kind of gardeny backyard. Yeah. And I'm so- somehow behind a bush, smoking. And Kalila squatting. Yeah, squat like Vietnamese style. Yeah, and Kalila's talking to some scientist or biologist about vampire eggs. Oh wow! And then he starts going into a story about some Puerto Rican girl who lost her all her money or something. And then I remember thinking to myself, "We have this wooden vacuum cleaner that I found. <laughs> <laughs> right? It's like an ancient wooden va- vacuum cleaner that we found." Yeah. And then I remember thinking to myself, should we give it to the Puerto Rican girl for her to sell mm-hmm. so that she can make the money? Yeah. So that it all shifted to the wooden vacuum cleaner. Well, that is the focus, yeah. Right. And then all of a sudden, that was it. That was a dream. 
What do you think that means? I don't know, but when I woke up, I, you know, when you have a dream like that, you wake up yeah. and you go, I did that make any sense? Yeah, but that, but I like it. Yeah, but it's like just abstract and weird. Wooden vacuum cleaner must mean something. It wasn't, yeah, it was a vacuum cleaner, but it was like in a wooden kind of bamboo thing and you would lift it up. It was solid wood, and then, mm. but it was ancient. Yeah. Like back in the day, that's what they used. Is it what they used? I don't know. Yeah, I don't. That but that was sound... it. And then the vampire eggs went away. They disappeared. It just wasn't in a part of the dream anymore. It was like almost as like part two of a of a movie, and then the second one didn't make any sense. I had one of those where I kept entering different rooms the other day. You know, when you like walk in, I walked into a room in my head. It was in my house, but it looked nothing like my house. It looked like a like an old, um, you know, like a, a, a. Do you remember? Do you remember the first season of uh, Westworld? Oh, loved it. You remember the house that, that she lives in? That she, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it, it was like that, like out in the middle of nowhere. But I, I remember thinking I had, to get in, I had to get in one of the rooms to find my dog. I was like, that's where my dog is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And when I walked into the room in the house, no dog, no room. I'm not, I'm not there at all. I'm like outside of a storefront and it's raining and there's like a – and I'm underneath the awning and I'm looking out suspiciously because I think something's chasing me. Yeah, yeah. Why, like I wish I could wake myself up and be like, "Where's the the dog? Is still gone? <laughs> yeah, I lost yeah. the fuck. I wanted to see but the dog. How did you get to the four storefront? I have no idea. But it was rain. It was pouring down rain, and I think that it was from. And I said this when I woke up. I said, yeah. "You know what the storefront felt like the night I hit a guy with my car? Maybe it was my brain reaccessing uh, that. I hit a guy with my car when it's pouring I, rain in I, LA. I'm not one of those that believe the dreams tie into reality. Yeah, there's, a, there's a sub, sort of subconscious thing. What do you mean? On. That's literally what it is. It's your brain firing synapses, going back and forth and gathering no, pieces. No, no, from... no. Or it could be my brain. There's like a little David Lynch in my brain. There is a little David and I'm, Lynch. I'm going to direct a movie. You're a David Lynch in your own brain. Yeah, well, whatever, right? And, yeah, but I'm and, saying it takes pieces of reality to yeah, create. I, there's, okay, number one, I've never, I don't know what a vampire egg is. Yes, you do. That's never been a thing. A vampire egg is a th- it's absolutely a thing. Vampires lay eggs. How do you think you get more vampires? Rudy, please. Rudy. Rudy, please. Rudy, please. Rudy. Yeah, but you're taking pieces of things from your life. Yeah, but that doesn't make so I don't know anything about that and Do you I, play any video games with vampires in them? Oh, you know what's so funny? Mhm. In in Stardew Valley, there is an egg. You know, it's not, it's, it's, they're called void eggs. Void eggs. And that's what the eggs look like. Like vampire eggs. Yes. They were black. They're black eggs with like red, like it's kind of glowing. Yeah. So maybe that's where I got that from. Yeah, that's right. They come from somewhere. Right. But then the wooden vacuum cleaner, I don't know. Well, I think you, you wish you were, okay, I would say it's because you wish you were cleaner. You wish you could clean better. I don't know, man. It's a stretch. And you're Asian, so it's bamboo, wooden. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I think. That's got to be that's got to be something there. Yeah. Dreams are a reflection of some part of our reality. Rudy, do you have crazy dreams? Yeah. You do? Yeah. She's yeah. not going to explain any of them. It's going to be one word. It's fine. Explain a dream that you had. Give us a dream. It's mostly um violent. Get closer to the fucking It's mic. mostly violent dreams. Violent? Yeah, like yeah. what? Like me. Get closer to the mic. Don't back away. Like me killing <laughs> People. Whoa! Really? Really? Yeah. G- take the mic from the thing so you can hold it. That way, it doesn't have to be in that stand. You can take it out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, rip it. She doesn't know how to do it. Just pull it out. Just, just get closer <laughs> to the mic. All right. Okay. Uh, yeah. So wait, get, tell me. Don't you, get closer to the mic. Don't go away. You killed somebody. Tell us. Yeah. You um, don't sway your mic. Just keep your <laughs> mouth right where the mic is. 
She's like swaying her fucking thing because she doesn't want to talk. Here, yeah. pull up on it. Just pull up. It'll come out. Just pull up on the mic. It'll come right out of that stand. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Tell us. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. I just... I'm in a place and then I see a lot of people. Yeah. And then I just see a knife and then I just start stabbing. (laughs) (laughs) You just stab random people? Yeah. Why? Why are you doing that? I don't know. (laughs) Do you feel do you feel like remorse or anger as you're doing it? Like are you mad when you're doing it? You're just doing it. Why am I doing this? I don't like I don't want to do it. I'm like um, happy. You're happy you're uh, killing all right, people? Put the mic back on the thing. Put the mic back on the thing. Oh my God. What are you Googling? Why do I kill in my dreams? I want to know what's wrong. Dreams? Okay, look. Dreams of murder may signal real life aggression. People who dream about murder may be more aggressive during wa- waking hours. Controversial new study finds the researchers are finding people who dream of killing others tend to be hostile, introverted, and often don't get along with others when they're awake. Well, I have to say this. She is a little introverted in the house. But are you hostile? Is she she's hostile? Not, no, she's the kindest girl. Like, I, I, I know, I, so we think. No, no, no. At night, mm-hmm. I have my five in the morning meal. And it's usually a greasy pan yeah. with like meat stuck to the pan, right? And she wakes up to like this chaos, like a mad scientist yeah. ate a meat pie, right? Yeah, gross. And she every morning, I don't ask her. She just cleans it. That's really nice. She does all the dishes. She wipes down counter. That's without- what this is. What this is. As she's cleaning, she's like, "I'm going to kill Bobby one day." <laughs> <laughs> tell so? me, tell me another dream so we can try to dissect where it's coming yeah. from. Because you're not an angry person. No. What's another dream that you've had? It's not really happy dreams. Oh no! Oh, no. Are they yeah. always sad? Yeah, and like someone is um, chasing me. Uh-huh. Wow! Yeah. Who's who's chasing? Who's you? chasing you? It's like a tall. It's like a sl- slender man. Oh, slender man yeah. is chasing you. Why am I being chased in my dreams? Let's find out what this one yeah, says. Yeah. If you are dreaming about being chased, it generally means you are avoiding an issue or a person. Your subconscious is telling you you need to confront the issue and or the person in order to get on with your life. Look at that, there's a slenderman right there. <gasps> That's you getting That's chased you by slenderman. By slenderman. One of the most important factors in a dream is where you're being chased or who is chasing you. Where are they chasing you? I don't know. It's just um, like woods or a road. The woods. The woods or a road. The woods. Yeah. And then what? And where are you? Where like where are you going to? Do they ever get you? No, but I'm stuck. I don't like know. you can't. Like you can't get up. Yeah. Oh, I hate those. I hate the slow running. Oh God! Like, I want to run fast, but you're going so slow. Have you ever punched in your dream? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, and you can't punch. <laughs> yeah. It feels like you're punching through Jello. Does that happen to you? No? No. So when you stab, can you stab at your own rate or is yeah, it like slow? You, slow. It's slow. But it's not, it doesn't feel like it's resistance. It feels like you can actually stab him. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh my God. You have like a little demon human in your house. You, that, might, have, you might have to go back to the Philippines. <laughs> what do you think? How much are flights to the Philippines right now, do you think? I don't think you can get there. Really? It's not even that. It's that you don't if think she we can wants book to a come flight? back, if she wants to come back, she's not going to be able to come back. But do you think we can book her the flight, flight <laughs> from LAX to, to the Philippines? Look, LAX to the Philippines. Let's see what we've got on the docket. To Manila, nonstop for $900. She, just, she lives in Cebu. Doesn't matter. She can walk. <laughs> there are islands, you fuck. Oh, really? You can't walk to an island? You walk to the end and then you swim to the next island. <laughs> <laughs> we could put you on Korean Air. One stop. Yeah. $844. Should we buy it right now? No, no, no. Oh, no, this is a return. We don't want her to come problem back. The problem is, Andrew, the problem is, is because of the present that we have. Yeah, that she, her coming back to America if she wants to come back to go back to school, right? 
She's not going to be able to do it, especially during like the quarantine. It. I don't like little Filipinos. Why you is can't it so come hot back. in here now? Because it's 98 degrees outside today. It is, yeah? Yeah. So we can't put the air con on? We're going to put the air on in a second. Okay. Because I think we can hear it. Um, I want to elicit a competition for everybody because Bobby brags about his house. And somebody hit me up online and was like, Bobby always brags about his house. What does it look like? Show your house. I said, Bobby's obviously never going to show his house. That would be foolish. I don't, when did I brag about my house? Just last episode, you were like, I got a big house. Everyone knows. Yeah, it's, 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 it. it's a, I'm kidding. It's, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I want everybody to draw. I, I, I want I'm someone to draw a 3D drawing. I'm honest with you, right? Yeah. Is that you went to Sebastian's house, right, Rudy? Maniscalco's yeah. house. Right? Oh, my God. How big was that house? Very big. Very big, right? Yeah, it's like $50 million or something. Right, so let me ask you something, right? Um, how many times bigger you think Sebastian's house than my ours? Ten times. Ten times. Ten times. This is coming from a murderer, by the way. I no, no, no. Whitney Cummings, right? Yeah, bigger. Her house is probably five times, five or six. I'm literally five or six times bigger than my house. Yeah, it's very big. Dalia's five or six times bigger. Dalia has seven houses now. I know. So that was my point. Yeah, I have one fucking house, one nice house. One, it's okay. It's an but average I want, I, house. I want people to draw the house what they think it looks like. So people send in your drawings. All right. To what you think it looks like yeah, yeah. at badfriendsmail at gmail.com yeah. because I really want to see what they think your house looks what is, like. What does your house look like? Extremely modest. Ranch. One. It's just a one. How many bedrooms? 17. <laughs> no. How many bedrooms? Three. Ours is three as well. How three. many bathrooms? Three. Ours is three as well. You have four bathrooms, Kalila said. Three. Right? Three. Three. Pool? Hot tub? We have a pool. Do you have a pool? Yeah. Yeah. Same, same as yours. Okay. All right. So but you're in, the, you're in the Hollywood Hills. all right look people send in your drawings um i want to see what you guys think uh the house looks like and also if anybody out there knows what dreams mean yeah yeah can you please let us know what what uh what's wrong with rudy's dreams and we can dissect them next week because i really want to find out i love you say goodbye ready thank Thank you you for for being being a bad bad friend. friend